Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thank you for watching another live edition of the East West Football Podcast on the ASF Sports Network. I am Fidel Barraza. Along to the women like always, Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing? Doing great, man. It's Thursday night. We're doing our annual live show. About to talk to a big time Cowboys content creator. I can't wait. I know Jerry's ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about our, our special guest today. I do want to say, I mean, this has been our first time on, on the air. So, you know, I just want to say that, of course, you know, uh, I'm still, you know, my, my, my heart is still heavy for what happened to Texas and not only Texas, but all, all the all the surrounding you know, these, uh, these tragic events that have happened. So, you know, of course, you know, my prayers are out there to those families that, you know, that have lost, but uh, let's, let's get into it, man. Yeah. My, our condolences to everyone that's been suffering here. I know we had a couple of tragic events these last couple of weeks. So our thoughts and prayers are with everyone that has been involved. Um, but yes, our guest law nation, let's go oh. and bring him out. Yeah, man. You are Law La- Nation. How you doing, man? Man, I'm I'm well, man. And uh, condolences out there to the to the ones who lost their loved ones as well. And uh, this is a tragic event, and and we can only hope and pray that this country can can look at this and just get better. More peace and love mm-hmm. is what we need. All I'm right. Sorry. With that being said, uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's talk about America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, Law Nation. What have you thought about their offseason so far, free agency-wise and draft-wise? Oh, slow and steady. Uh, not not big splash moves at all. Uh, we had three major holes on the team. Uh, I looked at it as offense. There was a hole on the offensive front. There was a hole on the wide receiver play, and then there was a hole on the front seven as far as the defense. And the Cowboys this offseason drafted for attitude and mentality, and I believe that they got some pieces that we can look back at and say, hey, they filled the hole. Well, I like yeah. it. I mean, I, 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 like, I like some of the moves right there. Uh, but, uh, Fidel, did you have anything else? I'm sorry. Yeah, so I, I didn't want to ask. So after the, the tough wild card loss of the 49ers, it was a lot of speculation that Mike McCarthy was going to be fired by Jerry Jones. There was a bunch of rumors about Sean Payne possibly – Going right. to the Dallas Cowboys, I mean, obviously he, he's going to go into Fox Sports at least for one year. But I think one of the moves that, that really stuck out to me was you guys keeping Dan Quinn as your guys' DC. He was rumored to be one of the uh, front runners for uh, the Denver Broncos' uh, head coaching position. So I just want to get your thoughts on that. Uh, two folds to that coin or two sides to that coin. Uh, one, 
being that, yes, I do like the idea that other teams were looking at Dan Quinn. That means that we have something valuable. That means that we have something that someone else wants. I love the idea that Dan Quinn is here for another year. Uh, the players gravitate towards him. We don't know what Michael Parson would look like without Dan Quinn, by the way. And this team was the 30th ranked defense with the knowledge of Dan Quinn, moved all the way down to the 12th ranked defense, number one on turnovers. That's that's a remarkable situation. And number one on third down defense. So now that I look at the complete picture with Dan Quinn, that was the biggest move for the Cowboys this offseason is keeping Dan Quinn in this system for another year. Hopefully that the uh, the news far as Mike McCarthy, that that was just tongue in cheek. Good old Jerry Jones getting in the way once again, speaking glowingly of of the uh, Sean Payton situation. But I refuse. I absolutely refuse to give the Saints draft capital because that's what they're going to look for. Even <laughs> though Sean Payton is calling uh, color analysts for whatever what he's doing over there, they still hold the rights. And I don't think that they would let Sean Payton go for free. I refuse to give the Saints draft capital for him. One of the biggest moves as far as the offseason for the Dallas Cowboys was moving Amari Cooper. He got traded to the Cleveland Browns, yeah. which yeah. now CeeDee Lamb it makes him the number one receiver. It, it, it do automatically put the uh, the, the pressure on C.D. Lamb. And, and one thing that the good old Dak Prescott said before is pressure is a privilege. Hopefully, Dak Prescott, by him moving C.D. Lamb locker next to him, it could be a situation where he's saying, hey, C.D., I need you to raise up to the occasion or rise up to the occasion. Uh, C.D. Lamb being the number one wide receiver i recall in 2012 the same thing happened to the other 88 des Bryant. Yeah, he was the number year. one wide receiver in his third year so that, that third year you should know who you got out of your first round draft pick yeah and then also well speaking of Dak prescott he came out recently and said that this is probably the healthiest he's ever been i mean I, you know we did see him struggle last year uh, he he didn't seem like he was you know healthy was you know struggling with an ankle well, I mean coming off that injury that huge injury the year before that so I just want to get your thoughts on Dak Prescott moving forward. Uh, I'm glad that you brought that up. Two two quarterbacks that's considered elite and all pro and what have you and the one that won the MVP last year. Oh yes, Aaron Rodgers. I said it had 37 touchdowns. Guess who else had 37 touchdowns? Dak Prescott. And, and here's the thing. They both threw for 4,000 yards. And I'm not saying that Dak Prescott is elite, nor am I saying that Dak Prescott is like Aaron Rodgers or Pat Mahomes. Both of those boys threw 37 touchdowns. It comes to my mind and my notion of the game is that Dak Prescott, he didn't perform at all during the offseason because he couldn't. He was, he was going through the recovery aspect, and he kind of over – threw the ball with his shoulder, what have you. And they said that the meat was falling from the bone. I hope, I hope you guys understand what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So Dak Prescott, he didn't have the type of, of offseason that he having now. So he get a chance now to throw balls to his boys as well as get to talk to them and communicate with everybody. And another thing that a lot of people fail to realize, we had HBO, Hard Knocks, everybody – with cameras all in the face last year. So there was no breathable room to get anything done. This year, the Cowboys don't have none of that excuses, none of those cameras in the face. They just can only focus on football. And even if Dak Prescott have another year like he had last year, shoot, 
And I know it wasn't the best of the best years, but 37 touchdowns, there ain't nothing to sneeze at. All right. And my last question for you before I let the fellas chime in, what are your expectations for the 2022 Dallas Cowboys? Oh, my goodness. I know it's yeah. May the 26th. Uh, I know it's May the 26th. Uh, we still got some months away. Every year is our but, year. Uh, every year is the super. No, no. My <laughs> expectation is this, uh, uh, panel. Just get back to the playoffs. That's and it. win a playoff game. I know a lot of people going wanting me to say, hey, Super Bowl. Oh, no, 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 no. Just get to the playoff once again. Yes, back-to-back playoff appearance. Win a playoff game, and then we can have another show and say, hey, Law, what's your expectations after this playoff uh, victory? For us to win another one. And then you come back on and have another show. And, Law, what's your another expectation? To get to the Super Bowl at this point. <laughs> you know, I want to move from there. Take those baby steps. I know a third of the Cowboy Nation is looking at it like Super Bowl or bust, but no, don't do that, Cowboy Nation. Let, let's teeter our expectations. All right, Law, I appreciate it. Anytime, anytime. Long Nation, what's going on, man? It's good, man. You got hey, five-time Super Bowl banner behind hey, you. Know, I see you know, it. We're trying to add to it. <laughs> I thought, don't you guys have sex? Hey, don't hype them up, well, man. We got, we got six, up. but, you know, you, you, know, you can keep five up there. You know, I, I know you put the five up there so, so you won't just hey, no, brag, six, on, six brag on for it, side. you know. <laughs> but, yeah, other other than y'all Cowboys beating me, beating us last year, I ain't got too much to say right. to you tonight or whatnot. But first, I want to thank you and your um, your fans for joining us tonight. And secondly, man, I'm on this Jalen Tober hype. I'm on it. I'm on the hype train. Okay. I've heard some great stuff about him, and I've been watching some of your shows. I've seen you've been on it, too. Tim, what you, what you thinking about him? I think he got explosive short area quickness. He can high point the ball. If you're looking for a mixture of Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb, it's Jalen Tober. It's, it's flat-out Jalen Tober, a 4-4 guy in a 40. Uh, I would like to see what he can do against stronger competition. That, that's what I'm waiting yeah. for, to see what he can do against Trayvon Diggs see what he can do against some of the other guys that's on his team. But outside of that, I, I really like Jalen Tober's releases. I liked his t- top of the route, but I just got to see it against my uh, stronger competition out there. Yes, sir. I can't, I couldn't agree with you no more. I've I been loving what I've been hearing about. All I know it's just OTAs and mini cap, but let's wait to July in the preseason. Let's see what we're going to see. We'll see what he does there. Mm-hmm. Secondly, next thing I want to ask you, the Eagles been making some moves this offseason. I know you got some angry Eagles fans in your in your, in your, in your chat. Might be somewhere yeah. tonight. What you think? Are you on this hype of the Eagles, or are they still got a, a little ways to compete with the Cowboys? You know, the last three visits the Eagles faced against the Dallas Cowboys, they were not close games at all. They were all blowouts. <laughs> yeah. So it's cry, Eagles, cry. Look, they already <laughs> got their parade. They are putting a lot of food on their plates, and – to me personally, that's cool because that lessened the bow of pressure that we have. Now, if the Eagles want to self-proclaim themselves as champs, this is all they got right now. What, <laughs> you know what I got in my hand? Paper. I, last I checked, papers don't get turnovers, takeaways, you know. Paper is just what it is. And if they want to feel the title and if they want the cookie, they can have the cookie. But I come here to tell you. The last time the the Eagles beat the Dallas Cowboys, we had a quarterback by the name of Benjamin. 
Dinucci, you know, <laughs> and they struggled in the first two quarters to beat him. So I'm not worried about the Eagles. I don't care who they went and got, you know. Do, do you fear Carson Wentz back in the division? you know this is the thing with carson wentz man he got his number one wide receiver that's going to be on the opposite side of the field and this time he's not going to be wearing 27. He's going to be wearing seven. It's my dog, Trayvon Diggs. So, yes, I love Carson Wentz. Good old Carson Wentz back in the NFC East. I can't wait to see the Washington Commanders, by the way. Hey, I can't man, wait. Those games are going to be great, man. Before I let you go, the, the name Law Nation, where, where'd you get it from, man? Well, my first name is Lawrence, and I, okay. I just did, didn't want to just have a channel to say Lawrence, you know, so I just shortened it <laughs> law, you know, that's what they call me. And then Nation, I thought about network, but I wanted to have something with a different flavor, so I went with uh, Law Nation. Uh, my first original uh, spot over here on YouTube World was uh, LT, and I realized, I said, man, there's already, there's already, already a LaDanian Thomason and then LT is uh, pretty much a, a giant's name, by by the way. So I said, nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. So I went with Law Nation. <laughs> Appreciate it, Law. <laughs> Appreciate you. Hey, hey, Law, it's my turn, man. It's it's finally, you know, cowboy on cowboy right now. So yeah, yeah. Let's 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 get right into it, man. By the way, I love your work. Uh, uh, you know, I I try to tune into every single one and stay to the end. Uh, I saw recently you guys had you had a uh, somewhat of a panel, and you guys were were talking about um, mm -hmm. you guys were talking about CD Lamb, mm -hmm. and uh, I think that's an interesting you know topic. Uh, but before we get into CD Lamb, right? Because we know that mm -hmm. you know we know that like Fidel said, Omari's gone. CD, it's it, they they're calling his name. I mean, do you feel that? He's gonna be that. That is is not only is he gonna be paid twenty plus mil. Do you yeah. think Trayvon Diggs is gonna get twenty plus mil? Oh wow! Uh, Ward just got twenty one and a half million dollars. That's Denzel Ward for the Cleveland Browns. I'm just saying. And uh, <laughs> and, and uh, Debo Samuel's last year was his third year. He's a year ahead of CD. And he's looking for twenty-eight to twenty-nine million dollars. So, ah, um, I I know the Jones family. They they are not looking at this situation. Whereas they really want to pay those boys right away. They they looking at the cap. You know, you know, you know how it goes. You know, uh, my guy, big game James, call him Baby Nuts Jones, and and uh, there's also a word out there, Cap Boy Jones, and all of that. So <laughs> yeah. it's it's going to be hard to see these boys do something remarkable and then the Jones family open up that paycheck or that wallet. So, um, ah, man, I, I just don't see that the Cowboys will, will, will pay those boys early. The good thing that can happen in the year 2024, that's when the new agreement opened up with Amazon, uh, it's $111 billion. So the salary cap supposed to bl blossom and balloon. So hopefully, man, these guys can just be patient for one more year 
And then when the CBA, when that, when that uh, opening open up, then, then 28 million or 30 million for a wide receiver won't be that much of a hit. That's my only hope. But looking back at what the Jones family do, they, they may go the franchise route. That sounds good, man. I, I think, I think you're absolutely right. Right. Cause Trayvon is a second, a second rounder. So he's on a four-year deal. Yep. CD, CD was out of that same draft class, but you can go ahead and give him that fifth year option. So they that's got a little good. wiggle room, but that's a lot of money to spend. And they didn't want to spend that 21 mil on Amari Cooper. So, you know, it's just one of those questions that we have to get out of the way. Do you think that they're 20 plus million player? Um, yeah. Now, and, Fidel- and another thing too, if, if not to cut you off, but that's okay. The, the fifth year option, if a player wait until they get to the fifth year option, then they must not have been good. A la LVE, you know, he played on his fifth year option, so now it's like a situation like, hey, you know, it's a prove it deal now. So normally, you want to go ahead and extend a player before their fifth year option. Normally. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the Cowboys have been doing a horrible job. Uh, as far as trying to stay ahead, I mean, look at look at the situation that that we got into with Demarcus Lawrence. He, we could have if, if Stephen Jones would have played it right, we probably would have got him at sixteen million a year. And now he's right. counting like twenty two against the cap. Uh, <laughs> not not only him, uh, Dak Prescott. I think Dak we could have locked him in at you know thirty two mil, maybe even like right. tw- we probably could have locked him in at thirty mil, and, and we wouldn't have this situation that we're living in today. Yeah. So. So I think Fidel asked a good question, right? Like if you like about the what did you think overall of the offseason? If you could give it a title though, what would you say that the title would be? Like let's just say you're gonna write out a blog. What would be mm. your title for the Dallas Cowboys offseason? The because no, because the no it was splash boys. That's, it that's was, what it'll be. Oh the no splash boys. We don't we put our toe in the water and then we ease in there. So we didn't jump doing the splashes. <laughs> now you say is, is it how does it cold? Let me just put my toe in there and let me just eat. Ha, ha. Let me just slowly no, get in funny. there. Now that's funny. We got the splash bros brand out playing, blowing out the Dallas Mavericks. Oh wow, what's the score, man? No, what's the score? 49-67. What? 68 yep. 49. Yeah. God dog. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. It's a tough one. Uh let us get back into cowboy talk real quick. So uh Will McClay, man. Overall, what is what do you, how do you feel about Will Will McClay's work since I believe he's been doing it for since 2014, maybe? Uh I thought I thought he was in the house since 2011. It could well, be yeah, he's been in house yeah. 2011, but yeah, I think sitting at the seat, I think. 2014 yeah. was his first official year. What do Unbe- you think overall? Unbe- unbelievable I mean, job. Unbelievable job. Oh, wow. uh, uh, my my guy, uh, Boss Cowboy, coined the phrase, without Will McClay, we are the Jets. We are the teams. Like, of course, our playoff victories are, are right around what the Jets did or Jets got more than us, but we are the Jets. We are the Detroit Lions without Will McClay. I think that <laughs> Will McClay assessment, on gravitating and finding those players that can fit right on in, just like last year. Everybody was saying around this time, J-Ron, curse. Woo. Oh, Lord, that's another waste. You know, stop hyping up the Cowboys because you're talking glowingly of J-Ron, curse. He wasn't a splash. Malik Hooker, we got happy about that, but people said, hey, what about the injuries? And, of course, the Monte KZ last year. Of course, now he's going to the Steelers country, but – 
it goes to show you that those uh, ways of finding those players that can come right on in and fit this system like a glove is remarkable. So hopefully Dante Fowler could be that person for the 2022 season. Man, I got two more for you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I like I like you said, I like what he's doing, but I I, I do want to kind of piggyback off of that real quick. I, uh, mm-hmm. My question would be, what why do we why have we not invested in a safety prospect earlier earlier why do why does he continue to go to the undrafted free agency to get these safeties i mean tell me tell me if you can recall a undrafted free agent undrafted mm-hmm. free agent safety that has become a you know all-star safety because Amen. <laughs> there's not there's not there's not many there's not many man i think i think i think i was trying to do my homework it's one and this is like back in like like the 80s and and mm-hmm. so so you know there's not one so yeah. tell me what what have you heard or what is your i mean what is your feedback on that well people do a want to do far as their assessment and how they build teams uh for a long time, the Cowboys been avoiding the uh, the middle of the field, and that's, that's the most important part of the field. It's not a sexy pick. It's like defensive tackles. They, they, they just don't know what to do with that, nor do they know how to really take the risk on drafting a legitimate safety. Uh, I've read where, whereas, you know, we had an opportunity to get Warren Thornhill, and, and we went with Tristan Hill. We had uh, Tyler Rapp that was there who can make some big, dynamic plays for us uh but they went with other guys um that is the uh the thing that i gotta i gotta scratch my head but here's the thing we we may come out on top this year because the draft pool was so big and those who were normally be drafted in the fourth round get drafted in the sixth and those who normally get drafted in the sixth round went undrafted so uh keep your eyes open for marquise bell to step marquise up bell. Yeah, and keep, uh, and and uh, Wanye Thomas, look out for him too. So I, I'm not trying to put lipstick on a pig. That's one been, been avoided spot. But if I, I really can't put the gun, well, I can't say that now nowadays. It's too too PC. Well, I, I'm really not gonna put the pressure because I won't say the, the the G word to the head of of Will McClay. But I'm not gonna put the pressure on Will McClay because I do know that he don't have the first early options. I think the early options go to Jerry Jones, his son, and whoever else there. But I don't think that Will McClay have the first options, like first round and second round. I think that that goes to the boys, those other boys. Wow. You see, like that is something that, you know, a hard-headed cowboy fan like myself, I I just, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't think, oh, you know, the Jones got the first and second round and let let Will McClay – play yeah. you know play around in the later round so that that's good man you took a lot of steam off of my off of my <laughs> mind yeah know, because sometimes i'll be like goodness man don't you just see him i mean if they did it in college they're gonna do it in the pros you know what i mean if they were right. injured in the in college they're gonna be injured in the pros so uh it is a saying from jerry jones though uh and their marketing department and their media department and their scouting department shout out to chris hall chris hall is a guy that that really don't get a lot of shine in the cowboys uh community but he does a lot of wiggle room and legwork out there with those boys on the scouting department uh i I would tell you that they're saying is if you've seen it once you can see it again 
And we got a guy named uh, Quandry Mosley who ran a 4-3, and he's undrafted. But let's see what my guy Dan Quinn, Joe Witt Jr., and Al Harris are going to do with him. You know, well said. And I think there was a statistic that was looking back that Super Bowl teams have more undrafted players than drafted. I think that that was something that I just oh, wow. read. I just read recently. Like, so when you look at these recent Super Bowl teams, the uh, the amount of undrafted, uh, undrafted free agents that are playing actively yeah. Uh, yeah. are composing more of these Super Bowl championship teams. So my last question, right? Now, for instance, every time me and Kendall and Fidel just kind of like we, we just call, you know, we talk to each other, you know, because that's, yeah. that's what we do. We're, we're partners here, right? Like, you know, the the one group I always hear Kendall talk about that 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 it just I mean, Kendall is just I mean, he's bouncing his head off the table is why don't the Patriots get a wide receiver? Yeah. Oh. Wow. So for you. What what position group is that for the Dallas Cowboys? Like, what is it? Which is the the position group that they always neglect? That you just like, come on, we need this to get to the Super Bowl. Well, I, I look at it like like size, you know. Okay. They, they look at measurables, man, you know, and they fall in love with measurables. And in one position group, of course, me and Darren Woodson, we did a show a couple of years ago, and he was banging on the table too for, from the same sentiments of, hey, we need to get that safety. Right. And I think your your Patriots got my guy, Marcus Jones, uh, uh, you know, a bad boy. He don't have the size and the measurables. He's five foot seven or five foot nothing. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes, we did get him. Hey, Belichick's going to put it going to put him in the best position to perform, though. Hey, yeah, and, and, he, and, he is a weapon. Defense, he, offense, special teams. Oh, my return. goodness. Pump, yes, put, him on, put him on punt return. Slot guy, he can do it all. That's that's a, that's a Swiss Army knife, and and we've been having issues with these three things. Of course, safety, interior play as it relates to DT one, not the uh, the three tech or what have you, but the one tech, and we've been having issues at what most people overlook. You know what it is? A specialist, a return specialist. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how many times we they punt the ball to us and we get a guy that's going to get five yards. Now, Tony Pollard doing, doing a wonderful job on kickoffs, but I would like for the Cowboys to use split back. The magical sweet number to me is 25 carries. Regardless of how you shake it up, it, it can be 10 yards to Ezekiel Elliott and 15 to Pollard or 15 to Ezekiel and 10 to Pollard or split it in half. I don't care. Get to 25. And with Dak Prescott, 22 to 24 attempts throwing the ball, and that's a recipe for a W. Man, I love I love, I love, love the stew, the, the stew, right, that you're cooking, man. I like I it. I appreciate it. I see it, man. I see it. I, that's I some think. of mama's cooking. <laughs> I'm just thinking it <laughs> Man, I, I know that. If we can just get that, like you said, in order and, and just be patient, I know that that six is coming our way, right? The chase for six, so they say. Yeah. Yeah, I got to catch up with the Patriots, man. Yeah, man we got Steelers. you. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Law man. Nation, just want to say thank you for joining us. Uh, where can our listeners and viewers follow you on social media? LawNationSports.com. That's the first place. And you can find, find me 
on multiple platforms under Law Nation. That's on Instagram, Facebook, and as well as multiple channels on YouTube. It's under that handle, Law Nation. And also, I'm on Twitter, and we grow in the Twitter community, man. Uh, so just find me there, uh, real raw, and and nothing PC about me, man. I'm just gonna spit from my from my hip and my gut, and we're just gonna get things going the best way possible. Hey, Law, I, look, I caught myself a couple of times. I, I wanted to ask you about the 76ers and what happened, because obviously you resemble a 76ers player and James Hardy. So I just got to get that off my chest, man. All right, man, see what had happened was, you know, the clone version of me. Uh, uh, he just he just didn't he just didn't deliver. I like yo. Hey, I think but that he's used to being the sixth man. Hey, just put him on the bench somewhere. Let him come off the bench. <laughs> hey, uh, unlike him, you delivered on this interview. Law, thank you so much for uh, hopping out with us for a little bit. Enjoyed it, and uh, we hope to talk to you soon. Anytime, man. You guys already know one way or another. DC for life. Salute. All right. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast.